This Godzilla Media Podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Mohawk Honda. Glenville, New York, upstate New York is the spot for you if you're looking for a new vehicle. I love talking about Mohawk Honda because it helps me throughout the day, throughout my life, man. 2022 Pilot EXL sitting in my driveway right now. How did it happen? My friends over at Mohawk Honda. From Greg Johnson to Cam McKenna to Brian McKenna, Lindsay Harrodin, I can run through the names of the great people over in Mohawk Honda. I want you to go there, meet them in person, find out why we love talking about them people that you can trust during the car buying experience so important no matter where you're listening it is worth the drive to glenville new york to find your vehicle and right now is the perfect time to get top dollar for your trade-in with the kelly blue book instant cash offer same day check in your hand the day you trade in your vehicle think about that maybe you've got a pre-owned probably do you want money in your hand you get that in mohawk honda with the kelly blue book instant cash offer going on right now check them out on social media as well nick and nate those guys do a tremendous job keeping you updated about the new selection of vehicles and all the great things going on go make sure you check out the play change challenge man so much fun with everybody at mohawk honda it's mohawk honda where they always go out of their way to please you now on to pugsley's pit Hey ho, let's go. Good morning, folks. It's happy Major League Baseball Tuesday to everyone. I hope you're well wherever you are. Welcome to Pugsley's Pit. I'm Sean Pugsley Martin. My coffee cup is full. I hope yours is well. And as usual, we're going to ask you the question, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? Good afternoon or good morning. Sorry. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday this week. Had my Eminem and M podcast yesterday, so uh, moved it back a week. But what a, what a week this is. Major League Baseball getting open. The Masters on Thursday for you college hockey people frozen for this weekend. So we're going to touch on all those uh, today. Excited for our guest. Uh, but first, by way of introduction, I am Sean Martin. I'm a freelance sports writer for the Albany Times Union. Big time sports enthusiast. Even bigger homer for my sports teams. Yeah, a little tired from the Tar Heels last night. It was a great run, but uh, it's I can handle being tired, but it's better when you win. Uh, and I was saying, a co-host on Eminem and M across the board on a weekly basis with my good friends Eric and Ashley. You can follow the show on Twitter at Pugsley's Pit and take in the podcast on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. On today's show, we're being joined by someone I consider a social media icon. I don't want to embarrass her. The queen of Cleveland sports. Gab Gowdy to discuss things, all things Major League Baseball. We're going to talk about uh, Cleveland and their sports uh, situation going on there in a few different areas. And the Major League Baseball opening up on Thursday. That's the highlight of my week. And on that note, let's welcome Gab to the pit. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing awesome. You know, why not? Right? A lot of right, stuff why going not? on in sports. Keep you busy. I'll say, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself before uh, we get into <laughs> baseball? Okay, well, guys, my name is Gab Gowdy. I am a big Cleveland sports fan, and I work for FanDuel. I run a couple of their like things on social, make some content for them, go some places for them, and yeah, that's what I got going for me. All right, so Cleveland, like I like it's the guard. <laughs> I got to get used to the Guardian thing. I'm, I'm not right. a fan of the name, but it is. I wish they would have went spiders. I like spiders better. What about the rocks? Sure, that one's cool too. Yeah, the I spiders would have been good. I think the Guardians' choice was 
um, uh, money saver. Really? Yeah, because you to only pay had off to... the roller derby team. No, oh, just a little bit, but you only have to change the first couple letters of the name. This is true. Right, you the, just the... chop them off and add some new ones to the front. The spiders, they could have had a lot. That would have been a nice logo thing and a lot of marketing there, but mm-hmm. uh, that's okay. So what, what's up with the Guardians? They got, you know, Jose Ramirez. You hear he might get traded, and I heard this morning it fell through. You got Shane Bieber's a great pitcher coming off an injury. What's what's the outlook there uh, for this year? Uh, well, both of those players are very good. They're, they're very, very, very good. And what we do when we have good players is we simply do not pay them. We ship them off every single time. Like it's just, it's just will never ever end. Anytime we have someone good, they're gone. Yep. And it usually for the most part, to be honest, it's worked out in our favor. Because if you look at like Mike Clevenger, not very good. And he's been injured. You look at Corey Kluber, he was at the end of it. He had to go. Trevor Bauer. See, for the most part, it's been okay. <laughs> but yep. like for the <laughs> Francisco Lindor one. You know, that one really hurt my feelings a lot. Yeah, Lindor, I know he struggled in New York since he got that contract, but Cleveland seemed like a great fit for him. What's the support like uh, from from the community there? Because I'm an A's fan. I'm used to getting gut-punched every couple of years anytime somebody mm-hmm. good comes along, and now it's just a, an embarrassment. But why Cleveland? The franchise seems to have some cash, or at least the owner does. Well, you would think so because he's one of the richest owners, but that doesn't mean anything. Do they get draw well from their from the fans? No, really. Well, I mean, they did. They they used to, like when they were on that like twenty two game win streak. It was great. People would always go. People go on Fridays. People go on Saturdays because you get the beer deals. That's probably why everyone downtown goes. Okay. But uh, realistically, um, I'm not gonna lie. I go. We, me and my friends, we go to games. We'll buy like a five dollar ticket. And we'll just sit right behind the dugout. Just walk okay. right on down. And there'll be seats all around us open. Really? Is there is there a lot of animosity toward ownership there? Yeah. See, most people do not like the Dolans. I yeah. think that goes for both sports or all sports that they own, to be honest. Oh, yeah. They're not they're not very they're New York City, they're pariahs. Right. And so everyone's just very anti Dolan, which I understand because they do they're like so disconnected to our fan base. Yeah. And I know the fans don't make the decisions at all, but at least give them something, you know? <clears throat> That's what's happening in Oakland. They have a, they have an old stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an owner who, who is just filthy rich. It refuses yeah, to spend and any just... money. And then this year they tore it down after they announced that they were doubling ticket prices, which, yeah, whatever. Right, um, like the, the decisions behind a lot of things in baseball don't really make the most sense. Correct. But I just think it's funny, though, we're in Cleveland, Ohio. You have a football team that went 1-31, in and there's a 10,000-person waiting list for season tickets. Okay, so so let me ask you, how many Guardian games do you, do you think you may go to this year? And the reason I ask you is this. It's a hard thing. Now, I live in New York. I'm not going to any right. games anytime soon. You want to go support the team and enjoy the sport you love, but at the same time, you're filling the pockets of people that don't care. Um, I'll go if someone offers, like sometimes people, cause I live like right beside the stadium. So I yeah. can walk there in like five minutes. Usually when I go, people offer me tickets. They're like, Hey, I can't go. Do you want these? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll go. Like you already got them. I, to be honest, last year, I maybe bought like four tickets. Okay. Like four games. Yeah. And that's when like a group of us wanted to go. 
But I mean, it really, to be honest, it's just bad. It's just really bad. All right. So you're going to have a summer of hell on the baseball field. So am I. Mm-hmm. Uh, the A's like a triple A team. What, what about, uh, you know, the teams that actually care about their fans and their teams. Any, any team. I like talk about some sleeper teams here for a minute. I like Detroit. They're in your division. Uh, I love Detroit. Up, they picked up Austin Meadows last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's going to be good. I think they're going to the playoffs. I'm happy for them. I really, I really hope that that team's good because that town loves their baseball team. They'll attend the games, even though they're bad, they'll show up. And I, and everybody always hates on Detroit. So I'm really rooting for them, even though they are in. Yeah, that city's been, been beaten up for, for years. Be good to a, see very long time. a very long time. A very long time. All sports, everything. Right. Uh, any any other teams you're looking at this year? That, see, uh, another, I'm going to go another one in the division. I really like the White Sox. I hate the coach. Yeah. like the team. Yeah. The coach makes for good comedy, though. Like when he ran out there and started kicking the dirt last year, that was hilarious. Everything else, not so much. But I do really like their team, and I think they're very good. So do I. I'd pick them for the World Series, but they I don't know if they can get They choked Toronto. last year. Well, they gagged last year. Yeah, LaRusta, yeah. strange choice. you got a good young team coming up and everything, and you bring in a, a manager that's 112 years old. and uh, Literally 112. <laughs> he's more stodgy than I am. Um, so, yeah, any, anybody, I kind of like Seattle this year out of the AL West. You know, my area, it's it's Boston, New York, and the Yankees and the Mets. <clears throat> I think they're all going to struggle a little bit. Um, do you guys get – let me ask you this question. They always talk about East Coast bias in, in sports. Do you do you guys get pummeled with, with the Yankees and, and Red Sox and Mets where you are? Uh, Yankees for sure. Okay. Red Sox a little bit, Mets not so much. I'd, I'd be so mad if I see Mets jerseys <laughs> just because they took my favorite player. This is true. Uh, yeah, but Yankees a lot. Like, I feel like anywhere you go, like we just had LeBron in town and obviously everybody loves LeBron because uh, we're in Cleveland, Yeah. but the amount of Lakers jerseys insane. Wait, you got the Cavs are having a nice year. Yeah, but it's just the Lakers, you know, like everybody, everybody's a fake Lakers fan. Gotcha. How, how, how popular is LeBron in Cleveland? Even though he left, I, I, mm, I, I love when he came back and won. Me too. And everybody like is mean about that, but I, I really think. Most of the people appreciate him for what he's done, not only just for a championship. LeBron himself like built the whole entire city up financially from him being here. So, do you think how hard was it for him to stay? Because they kept getting there, and they mm-hmm. he just couldn't recruit anybody to come. Right, I do. I do feel bad for him because when you go into sports like you're a professional athlete, you don't really think, "Hey, I'm going to play for my hometown." Yeah, because you you don't have that choice, you know. You get drafted, but it just so happens that the Cavs get him. So I feel like he felt extra pressure that he had to do that. But no other athletes really have to experience that if they want to go somewhere else, they just go somewhere else, you know. Do you? How much of a burden do you think he had on that? Because when he went to Miami, he took a beating. Oh, that was bad. That was really bad. People were burning jerseys. (laughs) Um, they were being so dramatic, and I did feel bad because, again, like he was from here and he gave them everything they could, but they wouldn't do anything to support him. But then the return was really good. How big was that for the city when the Cavs broke through and won that game seven? Oh my gosh, that was wild. Everyone was crying. Uh, Best day ever, to be honest. Okay. Best day ever. What was the bigger play that night? LeBron's block down the stretch or Kyrie's three? 
I'm a fan of the three. I loved okay. Kyrie. I was the biggest Kyrie fan until he broke my heart into a million pieces. <laughs> he really did. He crushed my heart. Uh, he's not very popular around Cleveland either, right? He's not popular in Cleveland. He's not popular in Boston. No, he's not popular in this room either. So No, he's just really not popular. But he, he's right. very good. Hey, I want to go back to baseball for a quick second. Uh, World Series picks. I'm curious what you think. I know you follow the game. Who who you got this year? I I really want to go White Sox. I really just want to see it. I want our division, someone in our division to win. I want it to be my team, but I know it's not going to. So it's not going to be my team. I want someone else to win. I want our front office and our owner to be like, oh, that sucks. I like like the philosophy there. Because I know we're probably not even going to be above 500. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the A's A's are going to lose 100 games. I'm just buckling up, so – I like Toronto, and I, I the the Dodgers are too easy of a pick. Right, so. I just, I really don't want to see the Dodgers. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kershaw yeah. got his title a few years ago, so I'm good. Right. I'm good. I kind of would like to see San Diego take that step. Oh, would also Tatis. like that. Yep. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. So uh, Toronto, San Diego. I had the White Sox last year. They were my pick last year. They broke. They were my, my pick too. It. So I'm just gonna try again. Yeah, they broke my heart when they lost to the Houston garbage cans in the in the playoffs. Ah, uh, yeah, that was that was so bad. All right, so let's go back to Cleveland for a second. Mm-hmm. The big news there, you know, the, the Browns are moving on from Baker Mayfield. What's the latest there? What are your feelings? Deshaun Watson is a great football player, mm-hmm. but boy, does he bring some baggage with him. Yeah. So, like, my thing is there's there's separate issues that don't really go together, and some people have like a hard time like talking about both because they like combine them together. Baker Mayfield not being good at football and causing his own problems is a separate issue from the Browns getting another quarterback that has a lot of baggage. So if we start with Baker Mayfield, um, yeah, he won us a playoff game. That was cool. That was I had a good time. Uh, but I don't think he is what he thinks he is. Okay. And he thinks he's a top 10 quarterback. And I say after last year, I would put him like bottom five. And I that think that's – I think it's very obvious other teams feel that way because he would be on another team by now, you know? Yeah, you can't argue with that. My I, my whole thing with Mayfield last year was, was he did he do himself a disservice for his career I, by trying to play through so. that injury? I think so. You know, if it was that bad, Stefanski should have pulled him off the field. Yeah, but then I feel like at the same time, you can't tell him no. Or like you can't – he's not going to take no for an answer. Also, it was like a contract year, so that puts a lot yeah. of added pressure behind it. And I think he just he just really like dug himself in a really bad hole that I don't know if he's ever gonna get back out of that. Did he hurt himself on social media? Um, I don't I don't know if I would use hurt as the word. He knows what he's doing, and what he's doing is dumb. <laughs> So, like the notes app, why would you put that out there when you weren't, you're not even traded? You're still on the team. Yeah. He put that, I think he put that out as like some leverage. I've heard that he wanted to go to the Colts, but the Colts said, no, we want 47 year old Matt Ryan, who's, we're paying him $50 million over um, the first round draft pick, yeah. who's 26 and is 18 million. That's troubling because Matt Ryan, yeah. Matt Ryan has no arm. Right, so like if if that happens, you're just thinking, oh damn, like what did I do to myself at that point? Well, what about your new quarterback? Where uh, how do you feel personally? You know, it's twenty two lawsuits or twenty two yeah. lawsuits. 
So, like, as a woman, I feel like the NFL is a very uncomfortable space always for women. Yep. I just don't – they don't accommodate to their women fan base, which, again, I know it's a business, but there's some bad, shady stuff that's happening in the NFL across the board everywhere. And it just makes it, it makes it very uncomfortable, you know, to root for your team because you want to cheer for the people that have been there always, like people that you really care about, people that have brought you good memories for your team. But at the same time, you're like, well, if I'm cheering for that, does that mean I'm also encouraging what's happened? And it's just a very difficult situation, especially for women, because I feel like only women are getting the repercussions of this. Because if you're a guy, you can be a fan and it's fine. If you're a woman, yep. Any woman that said anything about the like Browns within the last two weeks, they automatically get attacked. And I just think it's really, I think it's really mean. It is mean. And I honestly, I think you have a lot of guys out there, the, the keyboard warriors, right? Go to mm-hmm. social media. I know you, you take some, you, you take some in, improper, inappropriate responses from guys. I read them. And by the way, you handle yourself incredibly well. Oh, thanks. And I give you a ton of credit because I've been watching it for a while. I, I feel bad for the, for the young female, I'm not sure how old you are, in mid-20s as a guest, that is a sports fan and has sports stakes because you have guys that can't deal with that. No, they cannot. Yeah, and but you handle it really well, so keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Thanks. But how that's got to be just – you're a sports fan. Who cares if you're men, woman, cat, dog, Yeah, bird? but they, they just – they have a lot of – so I feel like a lot of the issues that these men have – not just men because women are mean too on the internet. It's not just men. <laughs> But I think the issue starts with them. Like, there's something going on with them that they're not happy with, so they're going to take it out on everybody else. Sure. Yeah, I think you get that even outside the sports world. Oh, yeah. Like, in any in any situation, there's a lot of people that have a lot of stuff going on. I know we all do because life is stressful. But yeah. to make it less stressful, I just don't think that's the way to go about it. I agree with you. Yeah, let hey, live your life, man. People are happy. They're riding good times. Let them go. So – Saturday or September hits. What what do you think the reaction will be when Watson first takes if he takes the field? That to me is the biggest risk uh, for the Browns is they gave up 250 million guaranteed a bunch of draft picks for a guy that may get suspended, may not play. That's just I think he'll, I think I saw yesterday that they're saying maybe four games. I don't think it's going to be that many. I really don't cuz Roger Goodell came out and said I feel like there's nothing wrong with this. Of course he said that cuz I mean he's just that's him. It's on brain. Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't think anything comes about this. I'm not really looking at a suspension right now. So, like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, part of me feels like the Browns know that the NFL isn't going to do anything. Otherwise, why would they have given right. such a sacrifice? And um, another thing that, like, bothers me with this is I, it is a Browns issue. Very much is a Cleveland Browns issue. But it's also just an NFL issue in general. Yeah. Because they just let that happen. I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. There's 13 teams that were trying to get him. Yeah. Which is yeah. insane. <laughs> it's insane. a hard sell. It's, uh, you know, some NFL players get away with, with some things. and and Yeah, like Calvin Ridley. <laughs> yeah. He was wrong. He broke the rule. Oh, yeah, 100% he was wrong. But, like, uh, should he have a bigger suspension than, let's say, like, See, there's another guy on my team, like Kareem Hunt, like yeah. Tyreek Hill, like all these people. You just there, there's just a whole list of bad things that have happened. There is, and you know what? They 
that's just part of society. I yeah, mean, and it doesn't Marcelo matter as long Zuna. as they make you money. Yeah, Marcelo Zuna last year and with the Braves, and they put him mm-hmm. on leave. And you, you brought up Trevor Bauer. I don't think baseball knows what to do there because right because he's uh, innocent. Innocent. Just because a grand jury, grand jury doesn't indict you doesn't make you not guilty. Right. It means there's not enough evidence. Okay. So Watson gets that. I'll give him that. But yeah. Still, the just 22 lawsuits, and mm-hmm. even if even if some of them are frivolous. I look at the early ones, and they're all telling the same story. And right, I mean, it, it, it probably very much happened, but how many massage therapists do you need? Right, that's that's <laughs> my biggest question. Like, why do you need so many? And then I've spoke, I've spoke to like other athletes, and the answers are like very much different. Some are like, yeah, I have a lot, and then the others are like, no, I have one that just comes to my like home like once a week. But then the other ones are like, well, I need one when I'm on the road. So we find like on the road. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But still, that's a lot. Well, tell me about your role at FanDuel. I'm I'm really intrigued by that. Uh, So I make video content for them. Okay. And a couple like tweets and like posts. I make video content for them. I have a show through them. It's called Unsportsmanlike Conduct. I have my host. Her name is Bree. You guys should look at unsportsmanlike conduct and then follow us both every Tuesday, 7 PM. And we stream it on Twitch and we go to games and we interact with fans and we just have a really good time. What's been the best venue you've uh, been able to go to? Um, well, this one isn't through, this wasn't through FanTool, but I really enjoyed Arrowhead. Hmm. I thought that was awesome. You're talking to a Raider fan, so Arrowhead's yeah. got my. <laughs> well, I went for the Browns playoff game. That's okay. You should have won that game. Yeah, we should have, and it was it was a really good time. Like I've I had so much fun. They had Jameson hot chocolates. <laughs> that was the best part. Here's the um, question: Buffalo is cool too. What's that? Buffalo really cool too. Oh, Buffalo's awesome. There are a few. I grew up there. That's the Bills Mafia are are radical. Oh, they are. Yes, I admire are. their fandom. I have I have family out there too. I was rooting for them hard against Kansas City. I wanted them mm-hmm. to get to the Super Bowl this year. Me too. Hey, one uh, more Baker Mayfield question. Yeah. When he leaves, are they gonna they gonna throw a commercial with him packing <laughs> up and heading out? At home with Baker Mayfield. You know, if you're progressive, you gotta be really mad. Yeah. Because I think his deal was like five years. Those commercials are awesome. He's really he's a really good actor. I you know what yeah. I, I said this. This is what he should do. He should, and I said this on my show last week. Go into broadcasting. It's probably that's probably below him at this point right now because you know the ego. But yeah. I feel like he'd be really good on College Game Day. He probably would. He is very personable. I, I don't know where he's going to land this year. I keep thinking Seattle, but me too. But at the same time, like, do they even want him? Yeah, the inactivity is kind of troubling. Yeah, so you I know. think he should go broadcast route. Post college game day, when Lee Corso's done, he puts the mascot on his head every weekend. <laughs> well, maybe a future future there for Baker. Hey, how how can people find you on Twitter and uh, you know tell us remind us one more time about uh, your show with with, with Bree? You guys can find me on Twitter at Gabgowdy G A B B G O U D Y. You can find me on Instagram at that one, TikTok too, and then every Tuesday, seven p.m. Eastern, live on Twitch. We have a show called Unsportsmanlike Conduct. We just talk about talk about current events in the sports world, some would you rather, some fun questions. It's a just pretty much a light, fun-hearted show, unless we're talking about um, 
the Steelers. The Steel. Well, yeah, that's. I have a few of those in in, in my. Hey, the Cavs. Let's talk about the Cavs real oh, quick. Oh yeah, let's talk about go. the Cavs. You guys, gonna do some damage here. No. No. <laughs> no, but I will say, their season is one hundred percent a win. You can't tell me that the season that they had is not a win because last year we won twenty two games. I think our win total was twenty six and a half. We hit twenty seven, like a little over halfway through the season, and we're sitting at I think forty three right now. 43 yep. wins. So that's crazy to me. You get Evan Mobley back for the playoffs. How's he? I hope so. I really do hope so. But either way, I consider I consider everything they've done. Absolute yep. win. And you reinvigorated Kevin Love. Oh, right. right. <laughs> He's making threes like crazy. He's playing a lot of minutes. Last year he was writing hate pieces with the <laughs> athletic. And this year <laughs> he's cheering for the team. He was doing everything last year except playing basketball, too. Yes, that, that's that's, that's true. That's a remarkable part. Well, Gab, look, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Enjoy your day, and hopefully we'll have you on again soon. You too. Thank you. All right. Enjoy those Guardians. Okay. Thank you to Gab Gowdy for joining us here on The Pit this week. I enjoyed that. Start a little baseball, but I was really intrigued by the, the situation in Cleveland. So we kind of moved over to that. So my world. Yeah, I brought him up before. It hurts. <clears throat> I enjoyed the first half much more than the second half, but uh, that's the way it goes sometimes. But a great run for Carolina. Um, here's, here's the good news. That forever and for all time, you can never take it away. The Tar Heels retired. Mike Krzyzewski. Respect Coach K. He's had an incredible run at Duke. But for all time, the Duke fans are going to know, wow, Carolina's one that not only beat him at Cameron in his last game, they ended the career. And I found out that if you text Duke fans Sunday mornings after a Final Four loss to the Tar Heels, they're a little salty. That's the way it goes. Let's head it over to Boston. Frozen Four. All right, a week off. For the hockey this past weekend, they hit back back at it this weekend <clears throat> in the TD Garden. Uh, I like Michigan. I think Michigan's going to take down Denver in the first of those uh, semifinals. And then Minnesota, Minnesota State. Uh, the state of Minnesota gets one. I think it's going to be the Mavericks. I got to see Minnesota State in their regional final. Their goaltender, Dryden McKay, is the real deal. He's fantastic. He's the all-time NCAA leader in a lot of categories, including shutouts. But I like Michigan. I picked uh, picked Hale to the victors at the start of the tournament. And I'm not going to change now. The other big event this week is the Masters. I love my golf. I love the Masters. I'm going to share a quick story about what the Masters means to me. Uh, growing up as a kid, I used to caddy for my grandfather, uh, Jerry. He was a, a columnist with the Buffalo Evening News. I think that's where my interest in journalism came from. I used to caddy for him at a local country club here. And as he got older and moved to North Carolina, I remember a big moment for him was Jack Nicholas's run in 86 to win the tournament. It's something we shared. And each year we would talk during the Masters, and I, I knew it was a big deal for him. And as he was getting older, we always had that conversation during the Masters. Well, 26 years ago, uh, on through Saturday, the Saturday round of 96, Greg Norman was dominating. 
that tournament. And, and my grandfather hated Greg Norman. He didn't like him because he, I think he thought he was a, a threat to Jack Nicholas's uh, legacy. Maybe they look the same, the blonde hair, I'm not sure. He wasn't a Norman fan. And I talked to him at probably six or seven o'clock that night and said, what do you think? He goes, I just hope he loses. I don't want him to win. I don't want him to win. Um, probably four hours later, I got a phone call that my grandfather had passed away. Sad, um, fitting, I suppose, that it happened on a master's weekend. Uh, sad that he and my grandmother passed six weeks apart before the Yankees won their first World Series in a long time. They were both big Yankee fans. But I remember talking to a, to a good friend of mine, uh, Mike. He's like a brother to me, and we were speaking that Sunday after my grandfather got his wish. Norman blew up, shot a 77. Nick Faldo won the tournament. My friend Mike uh, comforted me, and he goes, I, I, I thought I saw your grandfather kick Norman's uh, ball from the rough into the woods on, on one of the holes on, on his way up to the pearly gate. So he got his wish. Masters did not uh, – Norman did not win that day, so uh, – so that's kind of a fun, uh, a fun memory. But I always look back on the Masters weekend, and I think my grandfather. You know, that's what's great about sports. You share it with people, and you share experiences. And when things roll around, you kind of sit back and enjoy it, and that's the way it goes. And I also want to give a shout out. I got some really crappy news today. Uh, a friend of mine from college, uh, big Raider fan, just passed away. Uh, Keegs, you were the best, and enjoyed getting to know you, reconnecting on social media the last few years. Uh, so we'll probably tip a pint to you and uh, and also my grandfather, uh, Jerry Allen, on Saturday. We'll see. Now, shameless plug to remind you all of my book, Dear Liam and Noah, Letters from Daddy, a book I wrote to my boys uh, about a year and a half ago, uh, just on my life experiences, decisions that they're going to face, and then what I did in, in that moment, and uh, can be available on, uh, found on Amazon. So that said, folks, hey. Appreciate your time this week. As always, uh, have a great week. A ton of sports coming up. I can't wait. Can't wait for Thursday with the Masters and Major League Baseball opening day on the same day. Can't ask for anything more than that. Thank you for joining us here on Pugsley's Pit. We will see you all next week.